Hi, this is Leva Bates, and you're listening to the Oversell Podcast. Da 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 da. You better enjoy it or else. It is episode 51, and we are talking all things in the professional wrestling, including the passing of China. This episode is dedicated to you, China. This is the Oversell Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Oversell Podcast. My name is Derek. I am Mike. And we are here to talk a little professional wrestling. Be sure you are following us on Twitter. We are at Oversell Podcast. I am at Derek Oversell, D-E-R-I-C-K-O-V-E-R-S-E-L-L. I am at WolfMike23. Facebook.com slash Oversell Podcast. And you can also, we are now, you can check us out live on uh, YouTube, just look up, you go to YouTube.com, look up the Oversell Podcast. You can find us there. We are broadcasting live tonight, and we're going to try to do this every night that we record. Also, Mixler, M-I-X-L-R.com slash Oversell Podcast. We're after in a lot you, of places. And after you get done doing all that, you got to go to OversellPodcast.com and check out the Amazon link right underneath the main player. Listen to every episode we have there. Every episode we do is uh, at OversellPodcast.com and that main player uh, that was made by libsyn libsyn.com and after that click on the amazon link you got to shop online why not help us out while you're doing it there's no extra fees there's no hidden fees or anything like that it is just you helping out this podcast by doing shopping you're already going to do on amazon so you just click that link do a little shopping and you're helping out this podcast and because you've helped out that's why we can do crazy stuff like this now <laughs> where we stream live <laughs> yeah I, I, I mean i don't know if people are going to like seeing my ugly mug it was your week idea. After week. Yeah, yeah, I guess it's true. I got to fix it, though, to where I get more of the wrestling wall in. I mean, you can kind of yeah, see. Yeah, we would just have to move out a little bit. Yeah, you got you can see Johnny Mundo right there. So, Anyway, uh, somber news came last night, and that is the passing of Joni Laurel. Laurel? I think that's how you say yeah. it. Uh, China with the WWE and. Or was it Lauer? Lauer, Lauer, Tony Lauer. Yeah, Johnny I think that's how I pronounce. It's China. Yeah, it's China. And I mean, this one. For those that don't know, I had a sister that in October died of a, of drugs, and uh, we know China had her problems. And this one hit me a little bit harder, mainly because of that, because I started thinking about my sister, and right. you know, China. China changed the world with women's wrestling. You talk about the Divas Revolution or everything like that. The women's wrestling revolution started with China. Yeah. And she debuted. And she, I, th- I think it was around the time that Triple H was bringing different valets to the ring, and Kurt Hennig kept stealing them, right? May have been. Something like oh. that. I think he was sneaking off with them to the back or something like that. Or is it Shawn Michaels? It was one of the two. So then Triple H started hiring a bodyguard, and and if she wasn't a valet, she was never a valet. She was never there. I, she was a bodyguard. Yeah, she was a beast. <laughs> yeah, I mean a muscle bound. You know, lived in the gym. Uh, you know, it was just it was something completely different back in those times of the WWE, where all the women's valets were people like Marlena. 
and uh, help me out, Miss Elizabeth, right? Um, <coughs> you know, just arm candy. Yeah. And she was a legitimate badass that would mix it up with the men as well as the women. And she had several matches against men. Yeah. But, yeah, she came in, and I believe she she came in with Triple H. It was 97 when she, 1997. When she came in. And I think he would, some, there was a gimmick involved where Triple H kept bringing valets to the ring, and Kurt Hennig kept sneaking off with him. And that's why he brought him out there, to keep his valets safe. And I'm seeing if I can find that. So, but as as we went on, uh, you know, D-Generation X came in, and, she you know, she was part of the one of the greatest stables in the history of wrestling, D-Generation X. And she wasn't just, you know, she was the badass of the group. Yeah. She was an enforcer. And she was, you know, listed as one of the founding members. And, you know, not a lot of women have that kind of accolade in wrestling. Right. And she she was an intercontinental champion, or was she, she was a co-intercontinental champion with Chris Jericho. Uh, she, you know, she was the first woman to wrestle in the Rumble. Yep, uh, first woman to wrestle in King of the Ring. Uh, and she looked great in all their all of her matches. She was, yeah. she was all right. She, she had was talent. Good. She had she, talent. She wasn't just the 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 size and the bulk that you know that WWE had learned to, what you learned to expect from WWE from the men side even. Right. But she could actually she could go. Right. Uh, but it's just, mm, this one, it, it, this one just hurts so much. You know, she, she had several moments of greatness. She was the first woman she eliminated. Who'd she eliminate in the rumble she was in? Uh, let me see if it tells here. Was it Mark Henry? There was something big. I think it was Mark Henry. And it wasn't because she distracted him with a kiss or anything like that. She, uh. Legitimately she, took him out. Yeah. Uh, you know, she, speaking of her and Mark Henry, do you remember the little uh, uh, crazy moment she had with him during Monday Night Raw when Mark Henry was doing a sexual chocolate gimmick? I don't remember. And Sammy. So I'm drawing a blank. So the week before, China brought out uh, this uh, Sammy character and uh, set him up with Mark Henry and. Uh, the next week, Mark Henry uh, was begging her not to show the video from this encounter with Sammy. Okay. And so Sammy and Mark Henry are making out, and, you know, hands are... It's the Attitude Era, so of course it's going to be something that um, it, uh, pushes the envelope a little bit, and <laughs> he starts rubbing up and down her hands up and down, his hands up and down Sammy, and then, Whoa! You got a penis, <laughs> and then he, the uh, Sammy takes it. Why do you think my name is Sammy, baby? And I, I, Mark Henry was like in the ring crying. I think Mark Henry's mother was in the crowd for that, and then China afterwards gave him that China low blow. The low blow. That low blow she gave was one of the best low blows. You know, it's up there tied it, with Ric Flair and his little reverse boot. It, it was. It was really because of her size and like she was, you know, at the perfect height and. Because of her physique, you know, it looked legitimate that she was really just, you know, messing them up. Yep. Uh, my favorite China angle was when she became uh, Mamacita. With Eddie Guerrero. To, with Eddie Guerrero. That was that was a great angle. Um, you know, and uh, I've sent out a tweet earlier after, you know, when he found out it did. 
Latino Heat and Mamacita reunited again up in yep. heaven. Um, you know, one of my favorite ones. Uh, she had that little feud with Lita, mm-hmm. and you know she would tag with Lita a couple times, but never tag in. And she wasn't really like playing the heel, but she kind of was. And you know Lita would go for the tag. And China's like, no, I just want you to you know make sure you prove yourself and that you can do it on your own. And then they finally had the match, and you know. I think China still won, but you know, got up and shook Lita's hand, just like, yeah, you're, you know, you're moving up, and I don't know, it was, it was a different kind of angle because there wasn't a true heel or face in that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, the work she did with um, Ivory and Right to Censor, <laughs> Right to Censor, you know, yeah. that's after her Playboy spread, mm-hmm. and it, that match with Ivory, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. China got to show off her athleticism because she did a lot of tumbling in that match, and Ivory was a great worker. You know, that's that's another gimmick. And she wrestled in Japan against men. Yeah. And she talked. She they've shown her taking some hard forearms to the face from men, and would get back up and give it to the other one. Yeah. Jo- George in our chat room says she was so special. They had to have her be physical with men more often than women. Haven't seen another woman like that. No. Seen a woman. There's one woman close you could say. And that was Beth Phoenix, but nowhere near the level. No. As China. Mm. I mean, it, it's just so sad. You know, if if. It, if you have problems, please, please, please reach out to someone and get help because it's so sad. And when I saw the news, I really wanted to cry because the first thing I started thinking of was my sister. And All right, yeah, just really, 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 really sad. Kind of along the same lines, uh, something we didn't, I don't think we mentioned last week, uh, Balls Mahoney. Yeah. He, uh, he passed as well. And, you know, and what's really sad about that is Axel Rotten passed away earlier this year and they were tag team partners yeah you know those ecw guys they gave up so much of their bodies you know especially balls mahoney he was you know he was truly hardcore yeah especially balls mahoney axel rotten you know those guys you know gave us their blood their guts and everything in the ecw arena and it's so sad i mean and not only that you know doris roberts yeah, she passed. Uh, Prince, Prince, Prince. Today, that that's that's huge. That's crazy. Yeah, it's just it's so sad. Let's let's move on to some better wrestling all right, news. So, all right, a little better news that I read today. Uh, Bray Wyatt's injury is yeah. not as bad as they had originally thought. Yeah, they thought he tore something, but now they're saying no, he just pulled it. And he'll be back within, you know, probably a month or so, four to six weeks. That's great. So he's not out months at a time like they had originally thought. That's great. And because that would have been it. I mean, it's a huge blow that he's not there now, but it's it's much better news that he's not going to be out for an extended period of time with, you know, everybody else. With all else. the other injuries. Yeah. And mm, that's good. That's good. <clears throat> Any other news and notes you want to go through? Uh, No, you don't really keep up with it too much, but uh, TNA – Yes, yeah, I do want to talk about this. <laughs> they're apparently in very bad shape right now. Yeah, and they there's these guys. They had these chance for investors, uh, the Harris brothers. Yeah, who were they? They were, I can't remember them off the top of my head, but apparently in WWE they were DOA. I don't remember that tag team exactly. DOA disciples of disciples of apocalypse. Possibly. All I saw was DOA. I didn't see the Harris Brothers. Oh, and I can pull up a picture of them. Huh. But so they they're trying to buy it out. Well, the, the TNA is looking for somebody to buy them because 
according to a couple reports, you know, somebody said that, you know, they're doing so bad, you know, people are talking about that TNA is broke, but they don't understand that TNA really doesn't have any money. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the, the one thing that's going to keep this buyout or any type of buyout in TNA from happening is whoever invests in that company is going to want the controlling stake of that company. Dixie, oh, yeah. And Dixie Carter is not is trying not to give up the uh, the control of that company. And something's got to give. It's either, you know, you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. T, there's only... There, you want this company around because you want the wrestlers employed because if TNA goes under, WWE is not going to pick up any of these guys. They may pick up a couple. EC3's already had his run in WWE. I don't <laughs> see him. I don't see them going and bringing him. I back. would see him going for him now. Now that they see that, you know, he's got a draw. Uh, I don't see. Uh, you know, the Hardys. They're not going to go back to the WWE. The WWE is not going to bring them back. That's. Uh, yeah, I don't remember those guys either. But apparently the, the big deal about them is they don't want them buying them because they've been under scrutiny here about having, like, Nazi tattoos. and. Well, yeah, that's who you want <laughs> buying out your company, huh? <laughs> but, I mean, there's there's people in, you know, TNA that, you know, if it did happen that they had to fold and, you know, had to find work other, you know, other places. There's, there's a few wrestlers that I would love to see in WWE, but... I would almost hate to see that because WWE probably wouldn't push them. Right. Um, yeah, I don't know. Dude, TNA's been such a mess for years. I think it's been a mess since Dixie Carter has taken over myself. See, I've just got back into watching it again since finally got pop on U-verse so I can watch it again. <laughs> and I was really excited when that finally happened because, you know, Mike Bennett and Maria – just yeah. recently went That's, there, and now, they're and the, they're the, doing fucking great. Since they went that, I'm glad they're there. I do like uh, Mike Bennett, and I do like Maria. I was really hoping that um, after they got done with the Kingdom in New Japan, that they would come over to NXT or WWE yeah. or something like that because they they are awesome. They get it. Yeah, yeah. I'd lo- I'd, st- I'd love to see the whole Kingdom come over. Matt Taven, Matt Taven, and Adam Cole. Adam Cole. Yeah. Dude, he is awesome. I love watching an Adam Cole match. And other people in TNA, you know, like we said, EC3. I mm-hmm. love EC3. Yeah. You know, it, it, he's, watching he's, him, he's... He's the best in that company right, right. Now. You know, the Hardys, they're, they're getting up there in age. You can tell they're a little bit slower in the ring, and I hate to say that, but... I mean, are, we gonna, are they going to bring back... Um, what's the, guy, the big guy's name? The Funkasaurus? Oh. Brodus Clay? <laughs> Brodus and, Clay, yeah. He's he's been okay. I hardly ever see him wrestle in TNA. He's always just the muscle for somebody. But well, he's, he's Matt Hardy's muscle now. Yeah, he is name. now, um, and he's Tyrus in TNA. Whatever, you know that that company has taken. I mean, AJ Styles. You know, you let him go. Yeah. Now he's he goes into New Japan, becomes a worldwide superstar. You know, you got uh, Duke Gall or Duke Gallows, Doc Gallows, who you know goes to went to Japan and became a superstar and i got to listen did you get to hear gallows and anderson on talk is jericho no great interview great interview i didn't realize gallows had such uh charisma 
but it's funny hearing him do like a South African accent, <laughs> you know, because apparently he was in like Nigeria or something trying to flag people into it, and he goes into this little South African accent. I'm like, that's hilarious. This guy, and we'll, we're gonna we can get to Raw in a little bit here, um, but yeah, that check out uh, Gallows and Anderson on Talk Is Jericho. Very good interview. Okay. Learned a lot about him. Uh, one other thing. Cena apparently had a interview, I think it said, with Rolling Stone. And something that he brought up, and it's great to hear somebody, you know, of his stature in the business, you know, basically the face of WWE saying something like this. Uh, talking about how he's not really a fan of the PG era. And he misses, ultimately, he misses the blood in matches. Because it added to the realism. I mean, yeah, he knows he's selling a product, and you know it's, you know, They're not, dealing with not real. But you know, if you're in a fight with somebody, I mean, back in the day, once somebody started bleeding, I mean, that's when you knew it's like you know shit got real. You know, now it's it's really going somewhere. And he also said that he missed the whole, <clears throat> you know, the not overly obscene, but obscene language. You know. Yeah, yeah, bitch ass. Yeah, saying a few ones every now and then because he made a good point. It's like, it's very difficult to say, oh, you're being poopy, especially when they're meant to be fighting words. Yeah. I mean, you normally yeah. they could just drop a word, you know, they bleep it out, but it does take away from it because, I mean, you, you can't take them as serious when they're just like, hey, I'm going to whip your butt. Yeah. You know, when gonna, Stone Cold came out, he doesn't, you know. I'm going to make know. you my little bitty problem. Yeah. <laughs> see <laughs> it was even awkward for you to say yeah no. um george in the chat room uh going back to the tna stuff the wolves gail kim and ec3 would be the only ones picked up i can see that now that well the the thing with vince would have to be realize or be told again that men love asian porn stars because that's the only reason <laughs> gail got a job with the wwe originally it'd, it'd be great to see her back uh other other knockouts there I mean yeah personally I'd love to see Maria back but yeah I mean looking at it Christy Hemi just got released yeah she just she just gave her notice and left and I don't know I'm trying to think of other other knockouts there that I would like to see in WWE but knowing Maria. I mean I hate bad talking WWE but I mean you kind of know they're their history of, you know, not pushing people that they didn't create. Right. So, I mean, somebody like Velvet Sky, I think it would get over well with the fans, but I don't think she'd get pushed well. Uh, yeah, I'm, I agree. Uh, yeah, besides Maria or... Uh, I mean, a lot of them had stints with WWE for a while. Uh, Taryn Terrell, she's not with them anymore, but she was in WWE for a couple years as Tiffany. Mm-hmm. I remember that. Yeah. Uh, there was Maria. The, the, yeah, the only ones I think would be come back over would be Maria, Gail Kim, Gail Kim, Mickey James isn't really with them anymore. Well, yeah, Mickey James is going to be here wrestling here in Memphis yes, for the Wildfire Show. That's going to be awesome. Yeah. And I think that show is in August. It's going to be a, and it's a tournament. Man, that's going to be a good show. Be sure to check it out. That should be down there at Minglewood Hall yep. in August. We'll get the dates. We'll probably get Kevin Lawler on or somebody. Maybe we, maybe Kevin can help us get um, 
can get uh, Mickey James on. Uh, hey, that'd be awesome. I definitely want to go for that. Yeah. Um, Somebody else in TNA though, uh, male that we didn't mention, Drew Galloway, or was Drew McIntyre? Do you yeah, think they would not, bring him back? No. No, the chosen one will not be invited back, <laughs> as, as told by Vince. He's done so well since he left, though. Yeah, yeah. Now that I will agree to, he's been killing it over there. I think he's doing some Evolve shows. Maybe. Too. I know. I mean, currently I he's, the, he's the TNA champion. Yeah, and I think he's the Evolve champion. He might be. Yeah. I think I could be. I could be wrong. <clears throat> um, don't Fred. Uh, Fred over at Kayfabe Connection is going to kill me. <laughs> uh, and and Shaggy, those two guys, they, they bust my balls all the time about. Um, Los, oh shit! <laughs> I tried. He, it, they actually. Fred told me how to pronounce Los in Glob or yeah. Nobles. Los in Goblin Nobles. Yeah. yeah, I think I got it. Yeah, Los Shalaba Laba Ding Dong. Yeah, I think you just made up words. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, they. Um, I think he has been working a lot of Evolve shows and. That's a company I really would like to see live because they're going to be doing a lot with the or they're going to have some matches for the cruiserweight tournament that's going to happen, and there's that the list of talent in this tournament is incredible. You're going to have Zack Saber Jr., who I'm I am extremely excited to get to for people like you to see for maybe Dan and everything like that because this guy is just a wrestler. Did you ever get to watch that match I sent told you to watch? I still haven't. You son of a yeah, no. man! I tell you what, you did. I haven't even got to watch Raw yet, but that's because of a retarded story. Go ahead and tell it. <laughs> it it's more gonna make me sound very spoiled, but that's the way it kind of is nowadays. Our remote for Uverse got lost. No. Okay. <laughs> Can't couldn't find it. Okay. <laughs> So there's actually two little ridiculous stories with this that really have nothing to do with wrestling, but hey, we need to fill time. It was missing, so can't really watch too much on the DVR. I can control certain things, but there's no fast-forwarding, pausing. I can't really do too much. And like I said, that makes me sound kind of spoiled because I do remember when we used to not even have remotes for TVs. Mm -hmm. But... Now, is you know, it's hard to watch three straight hours of Raw. It, it, it extremely is. If I can't fast forward through commercials, there's no fucking way I can do that now. Right. Right. So that's why I haven't watched it yet. Okay. All now, right. we found the remote today. Somehow it was in the sink. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> but I had also ordered a new remote. And this is a real quick tidbit about it. How ridiculous it fucking was. <laughs> Order the remote. They say, yeah, it'll be here in a couple of days after they wanted to charge me $60 for it. I finally ended up getting it free. Well, that's good. It's supposed to be here in a couple of days. This was two days ago. I get up today. I'm checking the uh, the tracking number to see where it's at. Shipped UPS. Looking at the tracking number. Let me pull it up on my phone here so you can see how ridiculous this, this is. Oh, I did see that. I saw the it, when it I posted like went it to Lexington and to Memphis. To <laughs> it Le started here in Memphis two days ago. Then it got shipped to Louisville, Kentucky. It stayed in Louisville to, for twelve hours. <laughs> then it <laughs> it left, arrived two hours later in Nashville, stayed in Nashville for a couple hours, left, 
then came here and got in Memphis this morning, and I still haven't got it. I don't know why it started here and took a road trip. It just... The only thing I can come up with, like I mentioned on Facebook, it had to have something to do with 420. Yeah, that may be it. Or what I imagine is the box had um, somehow gotten a tape player in it, like a Walkman around it, and the only thing it heard was, I found out long ago. <laughs> Whoa. It's a long way back down the holiday road. Whoa. Okay, good news. No joke. Just got a text. The remote is here. Oh, that's it has awesome. Arrived. Yay. So Mike now I can go home and watch Raw. <laughs> I won't whine like a spoiled little bitch about it. <laughs> well, any more news and notes? Uh, That's all I had, but I'm sure I could find something else. Well, that's, uh, let's take a break. Okay. Let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. Um, We'll go into Raw, NXT, and do the rest of the show. Whip. So. We are going to take a break. We will be right back. Welcome back to the Oversell Podcast. Thank you for joining us at Mixler.com slash Oversell Podcast. M-I-X-L-R.com slash Oversell Podcast. Also, the YouTube channel, which you can find if you go to YouTube.com and search for the Oversell Podcast. Go subscribe there so you can see all these videos live. We're going to try to... Eventually, I'll have this all figured out. Eventually, we'll have viewers. Yeah. <laughs> That's a great way to build your product there, isn't it? Hey, there is one person watching, but I'm going to guess that person is also in our Mixler chat room. <laughs> or is it us? No, I don't think it... No, it doesn't okay. count me. Stream health look better. Yay! Yeah, so we're actually pumping out some some good stuff here. Or at least, or at least so we think. See how it holds up. Monday Night Raw this week. Uh, you know, it was, it was an all right show. From what I read, it seemed okay. It was good. Uh, you know, there's a lot of um, lot of thoughts about what the Bullet Club, Gallows and Anderson, are doing right now. Helping AJ, but he's not helping AJ, but not not accepting it or accepting responsibility for it. Right, and or it it just seems off. And let me ask you this. How much will the internet lose it if Gallows and Anderson, not just the internet, I guess, how much would fans of Gallows and Anderson and the Bullet Club and New Japan Pro Wrestling, and how would wrestling fans like it if those two guys align themselves with Roman Reigns? That's what I'm hoping happens. Why are you hoping that? Because it wouldn't, it's not technically expected. You're expecting right now, they're they're coming in saying they're helping AJ. AJ's like, no, no, you know, I don't need your help. You know, going up to Roman saying that, hey, you know, it wasn't my idea. I didn't have anything to do with this. But everybody's expecting at some point they're going to come and help him, and then he's going to, you know, they're going to throw up the the bullet signal together. But I think it would just be such a better twist if they're finally like, you know what, hey, we tried to help you, you didn't want it. This guy over here. He accepts us, and then they're heel, and Roman Reigns is officially heel. Well, they also, now Roman Reigns sent out a tweet that said, um, I um, I don't need a club to help me out or anything like that. And George in the trap and says, no, Mike, no, when did Vince get to you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not, 
if anything, here's what I think what happened. They come in and interfere with that match, except, you know, maybe they beat up on Reigns. But then they look at AJ Styles and they throw. They point at him and pull the trigger. And Balor runs out and helps him start beating up on AJ Styles. And Balor and the new and the Bullet Club are their own thing. That'd still make them heels. I, that's fine. Yeah. That's fine. But Reigns, I just don't want them with <clears throat> Reigns. I, I, the whole Roman Empire thing, I don't, I don't. I mean, I'm still a fan of Reigns. I, I love Roman Reigns. But. It still bothers me that everybody boos him just because it's like the cool thing to do now. Yeah. And I think it would be better if you actually put him with another small stable. So at least the stable can get liked or booed or whatever. And he gets a more genuine reaction. Mm hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Did you hear who joined uh, the social outcast this week? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I sent I sent a picture of George in that, and he he, I think he got a good laugh at my expense on it. Yeah, I mean it, it, that's what they're up to now. Yeah, because you know Connor and Adam Rose almost yep. couldn't remember his name got suspended, and they're out for what is it thirty or sixty days now? I think it's sixty because this is apparently the second. Yeah, it's the second one for both of them now, and I find it funny because. Connor's first one was like in 2006. Yeah. And Randy Orton has had two strikes since then, but I think he he worked off a strike or something like that or Connor's no Randy Orton. Well, and I but <laughs> you know, in a corporate environment, you can't be like that. I mean, it has to be consistent across the board. Yeah. But I mean, their their consistency backstage is just like their consistency you know, in front of the camera. I mean, <laughs> not good. Look at the whole, you know, Shane McMahon thing still going on. He's still running raw, even though he was supposed to be gone because he lost that match. George in the chat room says, "Stay." Uh, the issue is Roman can't lead a stable. Stable leaders have to be good on the mic, and I, I, I agree with that. Yeah, I agree. I agree. You can, I mean, his this whole new line. I'm still not sold on this whole line he's coming out with. I'm not a bad guy. I'm not a good guy. I'm the guy. You know, just. There's something about it I just don't like. He's trying. Yeah. I th I think he should just come out and beat people up. Yeah. It, he, he should go back to basically like he was with the Shield. I mean, just be the muscle, come in, get the job done, and leave. Yep. That was a perfect time. That was a perfect thing for him. Yeah. Back in the day. Um, They had some great matches. Pull up the card. Can you pull up the card from yeah, Monday? Yeah. Uh, looks like the first match was Jericho and Sami Zayn. That was an awesome match. Anytime you have either one of those people in right. a match, I it's mean, going to be great. That's what, and that's what's great. You know, you hate to lose guys to injury, but when you're getting matches like Chris Jericho and Sami Zayn, when you're getting Kevin Owens and AJ Styles, you know, when you're getting you're getting fresh matches we haven't seen on the w, in the WWE product now. <laughs> Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn have been wrestling for damn near a decade yeah, now. Yeah, exactly. And, but it, it's you know, fresh but for... we a, haven't seen right, it. Right, it's fresh know. for a WWE audience. Right. Well, you haven't seen it. Well, I'm saying we is in <laughs> WWE Universe, you know. Yeah, yeah. Because we're talking about Raw. I've seen... No, I'm not going to be Mr. Smarky McSmart. <laughs> I've been watching them in PWG 
for a long time, you know, like that. I know, that's awesome. You know what? I remember and when I, I Kevin Owens didn't have facial hair, right? And I'm not discredit. I don't want to tick anybody off. I'm I'm just saying. Yeah. I'm just I'm just trying to be funny. Yeah. I think I'm failing at it, so I'm going to stop. <laughs> I uh, laugh. George in the chat says, "So what you're saying? He should go back to being hidden by two better wrestlers." LOL. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I would agree with that. Um, think of what else happened on Raw this right, week? Well, well kind of going off what. You just said about, you know, we're getting fresh matches, you know, from people because of injuries. Since, you know, this is basically the the start of the new wrestling year since WrestleMania is passed now. Mm -hmm. If you could, you know, have it your way or just just hope, what would be some uh, matches this year that you'd like to see that we haven't technically seen in WWE yet? You know, because of people that they've brought up from NXT currently and people coming back from injury. Man, that is a good question. Hmm. And George, I want you to get on on this too. You know, out of current roster right now of who they just brought up from NXT and, you know, people that will be coming back from injury this year, you know, what's, what's you know, two or three matches that you really want to see? Man, that's a, that is a really good question. Uh, Shinsuke Nakamura and Triple H. Wow. That, yeah, I that's think, interesting. I think they would have <laughs> they would have a brawl, and it yeah. would be a very entertaining match. I mean, I have a feeling that Shinsuke is going to be a, a lot of these matches, but yeah, I was thinking something like uh, Seth Rollins and AJ Styles. That yeah, that would be great. Um, or Seth Rollins and uh, Sami Zayn. Now that they would both really be back from injury and. Uh. Man, that's a really good question. Uh, George and Chairman Finn Balor versus Seth Rollins. Yeah. That's going to be an incredible match. That's got to happen one day. Uh, <clears throat> you know, I, I think Apollo was called up too soon, so I don't really want to see him yet. I need He needs a more fleshed-out character. I think if, if you, you know, work him for a few months. George also said Kevin Owens and Samoa Joe. Yep. That that'd that be, would be that would be a lot of fun to brutal. watch. Yep, but I'm thinking, uh, you know, if you give Apollo a, a decent run for a little while, you know, put him up against like Brock Lesnar, you know, two two of the bigger guys together, or I mean, obviously the the better match would be, uh, you know, Samoa Joe and Brock Lesnar. Georgia said New Day versus Enzo and Cass, but I think we're going to be seeing that. Yeah, that's gonna that be may be it. Payback. That's gonna be a fun match. Enzo yeah. is like the best hype man ever for a tag. Team. Oh yeah, that, that dude is just awesome. <laughs> uh, let's see. Oh, I had one in my head, but I lost it. Oh, I yeah, Ryback versus Shinsuke Nakamura, <laughs> just so I could see him get need <laughs> in an incredible amount of times. George just wants the promos between New Day and Enzo. And yeah, Cass. they they're well. You're going to see him here soon because I, I, as much as I like the I like that the VOD villains are up. And how crazy is it that the finals of this tag team tournament are two NXT call ups? Yeah. that's awesome. I mean, I think that shows Triple H has got some pull right now. He, he's starting to get a little bit of pull. Yeah, he's getting more pull. It's just one step closer to getting rid of Kevin Dunn. <laughs> we can all hope. <laughs> uh. Finn Balor and Jericho. That'd be a good one. I'm, I'm just really waiting for Seth Rollins to come back. Yeah. Because, yeah, I mean, yeah, he's yeah, going to yeah. come back. He has to come back as a face. There's no way people are going to boo him when he shows up. Right. And, 
So, I mean, technically, this time, that kind of limits who he's going to feud against. But And I'm glad that Cesaro's back. Cesaro's got yes. you know, a lot of good matches in him, you know, potentially. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I think him, mm-hmm. uh, Cesaro, and uh, Nakamura. Kalisto and Neville? Yeah. When Neville gets back from injury, I think that'll be exciting. Put it on, you know. Put it on uh, for the U.S. title. Yeah. Uh, Seth Rollins versus Kevin Owens. George just said in the chat room, George is killing us with some of yeah. these. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's whooping my butt with them. Uh, it, yeah, that question is just really good, really hard. Because uh, um, at this point, you kind of forget who all is injured and who's right brought up. and Bullet Club versus Gall- Gallows yeah. and Anderson versus uh, Jordan and Gable. That'd be nice. That would be a lot of fun. I think. I think right now, actually, uh, you know, I'm we'll still calling the Bullet Club for now. Yeah. But Bullet Club and the Dudleys. Yeah, I think that'd, that'd be, be some. Did you see um, the GIF of when the Dudleys came back? Nah. There was a GIF, and it was um, Becky Lynch, and when she turned around and saw him, she marked the hell out. <laughs> her her jaw <laughs> dropped, and she's like, "Oh my God, the Dudleys are here." And you see Pat Patterson, he gets this real big smile <laughs> on his face. So I guess they were hidden in the bus right. or whatever. And they came in, they're like, holy shit, the Dudleys are back. So it was good to see. I love when you see that um, wrestlers are fans. Oh, yeah. To me, that's so much fun. Just seeing them mark out like I would if I was backstage and I just saw the Dudleys are coming back. Bray and Samoa Joe, what George said. Woo! Woo-wee! Yeah. That'd be good. Another one that's kind of odd that I just thought of that would just because they I don't kind of have similar styles in the way they act and all, but Randy Orton and Baron Corbin. Ooh, that'd be good. That'd be nice. That'd be nice. Uh, AJ and Corbin. Yeah. Because just because, you know, Corbin has this reputation as trying to be the indie killer right now or whatever like right. that, and that would be fun. <laughs> uh, George also says Cesaro versus Nakamura. Yeah, I said that one. I see. I want Nakamura to p- face people I don't like, just so I can see them get kneed a lot in their match. <laughs> Take that that big knee at the end of the match. So you want to see a six month <laughs> stint of Nakamura and Cena? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes, that's exactly what I want to see. Um, let's go back to Raw. We kind of got sidetracked there. That was a great question, though. You know, folks, tweet at us at Oversell Podcast. If you're watching live on YouTube, you should see all of our. Um, social media accounts and everything like that. Tweet at us what kind of matches you want to see from uh, you know folks that have called up from this new roster we're having due to a depleted roster. Yeah, just anybody you want to see this year, and we'll, we'll bring it back up on next on the next episode so Dan can throw in his two yeah, cents yeah, and yeah. whoever that's tweeted since then. George in the chat room says, "Can we please get Nakamura and Reigns?" <laughs> <laughs> Nakamura is going to be the WWE killer. That's what his gimmick's going to be when he comes in. All right, but going back to Raw, uh, <clears throat> Reigns cut his usual the guy promo. So over that, it was a good idea, but I don't think it's a it's a good tagline for him. He shouldn't kick. do it every time. He says, "Kick Roman so hard, Vince bleeds." <laughs> Uh, Corbin and Fandango. Yeah, uh, fun, it, and it was a, you know that was a you need to Fandango entrance because apparently like 
people were hardcore fandangoing over there in London. Yeah. And, and and there's a big difference in between watching a taped raw and um and live raw. Live. I mean, it, it just it you just, can you can tell the edits and right yeah it's just not as much fun <coughs> and it's still a three hour show which is just as fun oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Miz and Maurice came back out you know I wasn't a fan of Miz picking up the IC title right now but him and Maurice are killing it uh, from a heel standpoint they are yeah. they're doing it they're getting heat the right way it still bothers me that they only really brought her back so she could beyond total divas that, and, th- and what about this the the bellas are getting their own show yeah total bellas or something like that that's fine because it means total divas is going to be dying soon <laughs> which is awesome thank god because then maybe the wrestling storylines will be based around professional wrestling it'd just be great if they would have done it like i thought they were originally yeah going to. it, it should have been breaking ground yeah that's that's uh, i will that's I'll, I'll, <laughs> i'm there with you until the end on that one uh, Cesaro and New Day against uh, League of Nations. Yeah, I like how Cesaro's thing right now is wearing a bunch of tearaway suits. Yeah. <laughs> so he has the New Day shirt underneath <laughs> it. And well, let me ask you this: Is New Day's thing and George in the chat room probably going to kill me for asking this? Um, is New Day's shtick getting a little stale? I don't think so. Okay. I think. I hope they don't overdo it. Because, you know, for that was, you know, about a month there where they were in like three or four segments a show. Mm-hmm. And, well, it seemed like a month. It may have only been two episodes or something. But I just hope they don't push them, you know, down our throats too much. They seem to they, have backed off a little bit. Yeah, they've, they've got it working. I mean, that WrestleMania entrance, man, that was. <laughs> I still wish they could have rode in on the uh, the unicorns like they wanted to, but man, anytime I, I mark out whenever I see Dragon Ball Z stuff, <laughs> and the fact that Xavier Woods had a damn tail. Uh, George says yes, it's getting kind of stale now that they're baby faces. Yeah, and I, that's that's true. I mean, once once they turn face, they're not a, they're yeah, not I, as cool. I, one of my favorite recent moments they did is they <laughs> something happened. I don't, I forget if it was it, it was on Raw. But I think they did a video for WWE.com, and they had their positivity booth. Have you seen that? So Kofi was. Have you seen this video? I don't. So it's basically I don't think so. <laughs> their positivity booth is basically like uh, you remember at Putt Putt where we would store like two liter sodas, those coolers and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. It was basically one of those. It was, but it was a Mountain Dew cooler, and they would go and sit in it a couple of minutes, and then come out and be positive again. <laughs> but it didn't. Roman Reigns didn't. Or not Roman Reigns. Whoa. Big E didn't need it because he was always positive anyway. <laughs> so Kofi was like all fuming and stuff. And, <laughs> and he gets in there and he's like, hey, everything's all right. And Xavier had just gotten <laughs> out of it. And it, that was the positivity booth was really funny. What I like that? the interaction they had with The Rock. Yeah, yeah, that was funny. It was funny. I had to think about it for a sec. Yeah. Like once I said it, I was like, I can't think of anything they remind, said. Remind me what happened. It. R- remind me. Yeah, see, now that you've asked me that, I can't remember anything that happened. About <laughs> go, we'll it. I go, just remembered it happened. Go look up in YouTube, Rock and New Day. What else happened on Raw? Uh, let's see. Back to Raw. This was probably somewhere in the end of first hour because it takes fucking forever to watch Raw now. <laughs> uh, Charlotte and Flair had a backstage segment. 
Natalia did announce that Bret Hart will be in her corner yeah, for payback. I like that. So Anytime we, get, we get to see Bret, Bret is one of my favorite guys to see. Hopefully to counteract Ric Flair, but we'll see Hope, how that goes Well, over. hopefully Bret Favre doesn't kiss Ric Flair. <laughs> Bret, <laughs> Bret Favre? Uh, Bret. <laughs> Oh, so again, a, that would be very interesting. It, it, it's been a long week, folks. Um, but hopefully, Bret Hart doesn't kiss. I mean, it's better that Bret Favre is better than the other way. You could have messed up his name, calling him Bret Fart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's going to be interesting. Uh, Natalia Page, Becky, and Sasha defeated Charlotte, Summer Rae, Naomi, and Tamina. Yeah, and there's a Sasha was getting looked like a little doing a little strong side there on Summer in the match. Mm-hmm. It was really good. I liked it. I like seeing. I like seeing a vicious Sasha going after someone. It, it was a we, good We match. need to see more Sasha, but it's, I guess it's they're, coming, they're holding it's her coming. off for like SummerSlam. SummerSlam, it's going yeah. to be the summer of Sasha. Oh, yeah. <coughs> uh, you heard, and you heard that term here first. So when they start talking about the summer of Sasha, you heard it right here. <laughs> Oversellpodcast.com, at Oversellpodcast, Facebook.com slash Oversellpodcast. Is Summer Ray going to have anything to say about that, though? Not being the summer no, of summer. No, it's not going to be the summer of summer. It's the summer of Sasha. Okay. Alliteration okay. is fun. Summer of summer is the same thing. Nata- George and Chat Natalia was the leader of a team where she was the least popular wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> Vaudevillains advanced to the finals by beating the Usos. Good match. So now they're going to face Enzo and Cass. In the finals. And see. that apparently is at the pay-per-view. Oh, wow. So it's going to be... they said that's at payback. Okay. So then is Extreme Rules happening after payback? Yeah. So. I think they're switching it up this year because, like, you know, when we were looking at it last, you know, last show and pulled it up, it, sh- it was showing Extreme Rules was hmm. next and then payback, but hmm. <clears throat> I don't know. Because I know Extreme Rules had been after WrestleMania for the last couple of years because, you know... Now, it was like three or four years ago now when Brock Lesnar came back. You know, he showed up the right. night after WrestleMania, and then he had the match with Cena at Extreme, Extreme Rules. Rules. Yep. So yep. They're, they're switching that up on us without saying anything. Uh, Social Outcast tried to recruit Apollo Crews. Yep, and you know what I think would have been the more interesting finish to that match? Because it gives Apollo more to do. Is um, He ends up, due to outside interference, gets pinned. One, two, three, and he has to join the social outcast and eventually breaks away from him. I think that would have been the more interesting finish for him. Yeah, but they don't want to give the social outcast too much TV time. Yeah, God forbid. You know. Ambrose and Owens. Ambrose defeated Owens. That was an awesome match. And then Jericho came out and hit the code breaker on Ambrose. Yep, that mat their match is going to be a lot of fun over in uh, over at Payback. I'm really going to be excited for that match. <clears throat> and was that it? I think yeah, I was think that, that was the, that main, the main, event. main event. Okay, the main event, and it it was an all right show. It was it's it's with this new talent and stuff. Raw is getting really interesting. It, it it's still too damn long. Three hours is still too long for wrestling show george asks can the villains work on the main roster i think they can now it would have been <clears> nice <throat> if they would have had like here's what i here's you know they have that entrance to the, that part of their music dun, 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 yeah dun. i hear that and what i see in my head and what i envision for them would be pre pre vignettes of them doing just like manly stuff like you would see at a carnival so like 
Aiden English is holding the thing and hits the the giant hammer and the mallet the the the, bell and um i see like a vignette of um simon gotch you know as a strong man in a carnival and you know these announcers and then like lifting the the barbell up you know one arm above his head right right bent yeah yeah. and then and then he wrestles you know they they do pre-planned vignettes where they throw people in to wrestle with them and uh, Simon Gotch wrestles them real quick, and you know I, that's what I I, I, could, right, right. I could see I could see them having a lot of fun with pre-planned vignettes for them to lead up to a debut. You know, like like you're getting with um, Primo and Epico. Yeah, right now what they're and they're going to be a total bust. Yeah, you know what I think it is to come. It, they're setting up a comeback. We can only hope. Oh but. man, it, it'd be great if. If, <laughs> like if they just keep showing them on this on these beaches the whole time, and like one time we actually see like Carlito walk out of the water or something. Well, no, they just pan away. It's like it's the you know they say something, and every love buddy loves Puerto Rico, and the camera turns and it's like, now that's cool. <laughs> Eats the apple, and then you know come to Puerto Rico. Let's it would have, be great to oh, see Carlito back. Oh, I'd love to have Carlito back in the WWE. I think this is. Away, maybe th- th- this has to be some sort of chance to bring him back. Yeah, I, I highly doubt it, but I, oh, it'd be fucking great. Yeah, yeah. You watched NXT this week. Why don't you tell us what happened? All right, let me pull that back up. <laughs> it started with Enzo Amore and Big Cass against the American Alpha. I love the American Alphas, man. Yeah. I love. Chad. I was kind of shocked to see Enzo and Cass, you know, we, back on we, episode. You know, this, but is, this these are recorded. Yeah, they were they were taped. Uh, a month I think ago. these were still taped in Dallas, you know. Yeah, after. yeah. But it was still kind of shocking when you see them. You know, you think that they've made it to the you know main roster for good, and then you see them back on NXT, right? Which is just kind of odd, but well, it's the same thing. <laughs> we still see Bill Dempsey in some of them. Yeah, for a while there, you still said Bull Dempsey, like he's gone. This is yeah. weird. But it was a good match. Well, I wouldn't expect anything yeah. other than below good. I mean, before <laughs> the match even started, the the crowd was chanting, this is awesome. George has no way Jose equals Dominican Fandango. <laughs> I, I was going the same route, only I was thinking it was more Xavier Woods in Fandango. <laughs> but that, I, I don't know about that guy. No way Jose. It was... The fans kind of got into it, I think, just because it was new, and they didn't really like the other guy at all because they didn't really know anything about him. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I, I'll, I'll be surprised if we see this guy with this gimmick. Was this for very the one long. that debuted on NXT? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What was his gimmick? <laughs> yeah, uh, like George said, just <laughs> Dominican Fandango. He came out dancing, and he's got this big afro, and he came out and like all white and he like the entire match he just kind of danced around and he was all energetic and it was i don't know i mean they're trying something new but i don't see this i don't see this one lasting long yeah Hmm. let me see if i can pull up a picture of him for you because to me he looked like (laughs) he danced like fandango but he Look like Xavier Woods. Uh, George says, "Describe his finisher." <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
hopefully I can pull it up and show you because it's not to me it, it wasn't really finisher <clears throat> so bear with me for a second yeah, you gotta I think you have to add NXT in it because I'm getting a bunch of Michelle Tanner pictures <laughs> oh lordy <coughs> yeah that's him dang that, look at that fro Okay, so is that his finisher he's setting him up for? No, that's when he just did the airplane spin for about a minute. Yeah, it probably wasn't that long. All right. All right. What else happened at NXT? Oh, you got the finisher there? Nah, I'm pulling it up. It'll take a little bit, but I'll go back to the results. Uh... Well, as it loads, because apparently bandwidth is a problem here. <laughs> you know, we're hardwired and everything. Oh. I'm just going to close that out. Maybe it will help. It's not letting me go to a next page. Well, here we go. Here we go. All right. No way, Jose. He won. Uh, there was a backstage segment. Where Regal came out and basically announced to Elias Sampson that next week he will face Nakamura. Ooh, Elias Sampson? Yeah, and Nakamura. Nakamura's going to kick his ass. <coughs> and knee his ass. Yeah, oof. Those knees, man, I tell you. I tell you something, man. Those knees, man, they hurt, man. Uh, then they went back to the ring, and it was Nia Jax and Deanna Perrazzo. Quick squash match. Mm-hmm. Nia Jax destroyed her. Good. That that's the ti- that's what she needs to be doing to get believable as a female monster for the divas division or, or women's wrestling and division. I guess, excuse me. You know her finishing her finisher only really works because of her size. I mean she does the the Samoan drop and then a leg drop. Yeah. And whole lot of lady I, dropping on you there. Yeah, but I still don't. You know, just because of Hogan, I still don't think a leg drop is a finisher. But well, let's let's put you underneath <laughs> that leg drop and see how it feels. Anyway, let's go on. <laughs> uh, George says Nia Jax didn't smile the entire time. Loved it. No, she did not. She did not have fun at all. Samoans don't smile. They don't. And then main event was Apollo Crews versus Samoa Joe. How was that match? It was exactly what you think it would be. It was just, you know, a battle of strength. Just seeing who was stronger, who could hit the hardest, and... Samoa Joe ended up, you know, winning and going over, but I mean it was it was more of just a fight. No no real special spots or anything, no big oohs and ahs. It was just, you know, damn, that that probably hurt. Mm-hmm. Very cool. <clears throat> Let's see. Uh he's still, he's still trying to pull up the <laughs> Yeah, it says it's playing, but the uh yeah, dude, I I probably have zero <laughs> bandwidth left here at my house. Comcast probably gonna call me. Like battle, uh, <laughs> George has a battle of strength, but you could tell who the performer was. Cruz is so raw. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and Uha Nation, you know, he was big on the indies, but he's just got to learn that WWE style. And uh, the problem is with Apollo Cruz is he needs a character. Yeah, he's. 
he's playing the you know the cookie cutter good guy right, right. now. Right. He's but he's 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 a John Cena. You know. Yeah. The, basically, he's a Boy Scout. Boy Scout is the best way to put it. Yeah, I don't know if I'm going to be able to find the video for that. <laughs> but next time we talk about stuff like this, I'll just go ahead and have it pulled up. Okay. Cool. 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 So yeah, dead air. Was it? Was that? Was that the, it for NXT? That was the main event. Yeah, that was it. Because remember, NXT is only an hour. Yeah, so you can watch it's, that, and it's a it's a big <laughs> difference to to than watching the WWE. I didn't get a chance to watch Lucha Underground this week. I'll probably watch it tonight, and we can talk. I can do two episodes <clears> next week to talk about because Lucha Underground has become one of my favorite shows to watch. The talent over there is amazing. Um, New Japan, I think they have a pay per view coming up in May, May the third. I can't wait for that because I. I'm really starting to get into New Japan Pro Wrestling. It it is becoming my uh, it's becoming <clears throat> next to Lucha Underground, it's becoming my favorite promotion to watch because um everyone has a character but they're not gimmicks. Right. The, you know, they tell their stories are told in the ring. You know, there's not um there is not all these backstage dumb things going on. You know, where the ca- they act like the camera's not there. Yeah. The talent is incredible. Uh, it's all about wrestling. It's all about wrestling. K- Kushida is, has become one of my favorite guys. I love watching Kushida wrestle. Yeah. Shibata is my dude. Can't I lo- Shibata is a badass. <laughs> um, you know, I, 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 it's going to be interesting to see what um, they're doing with Naito, who is the, now the uh, ID. I, I can't, why can't I say that? Yeah, I don't know. IWGP um, heavyweight champion, uh, and it, the way he after he won that title at um, Invasion Attack, he just kind of slung it up in the air and flipped. He acted like that title was just nothing. He was the, <laughs> he was ready to beat the man in Okada. Uh, and to, I love Okada. And I think Ring of Honor's got a big card coming up too, Super Card of Honor or something like that. That's probably going to be a great show. Because apparently, uh, I saw something online that Taven is going to form his own kingdom. Now. Oh, nice! And yeah, you have no idea who it is, but they just had him and the, like the three silhouettes in the background. So that'd be nice to see. Uh, shout out to New Japan uh, Pro Wrestling. Check out New Japan World. Just Google it and subscribe. It is only 999 yen, which comes out to like 8 or 10 bucks. It's cheaper than the WWE Network. And you get access to everything New Japan has. That company has been around for 40 years. There's a little bit of time in there. And so you've got, there's plenty of matches to watch. And this next card coming up, I think it's called like. Oh, I'll have to Google it. Danaku or something like that. Um, but it's going to be a really fun card. <clears throat> uh, locally, man, we got some local wrestling shows coming up. We've got uh, MEW is doing their revival tomorrow night. Dustin Five Star will be there. Tattoo. I'm sure Del Tucker. You know, that <laughs> whole MEW roster, which I love. I think they said uh, Bill Dundee yeah, will actually, be there. Uh, Dustin Five Star is, is going to be wrestling Bill yeah. Dundee. Um, let me look up this New Japan card. 
I just recently watched an episode of New Japan on Axis TV where they show where they had um, Kushida and Kenny Omega. That was a yeah. bad, that was an awesome match. Did you watch that one yet? I think I've seen that one. That's an awesome match. And then uh, Nakamura took on Hiroki Goto. Goto, Goto, yeah. Goto is great. It, they're both great. Let's see here. See if I can find <laughs> tournaments. Let's see. Super G. Just probably need to look up. Uh, let's see. New Japan Pro Wrestling. May 2016 news. Mm, that didn't work. What else? <coughs> I don't know. I'll put it on our Twitter account. Okay, here you go. All right, let's see this finish. This is... <coughs> he basically acts like he has a baseball bat, okay. which he does not have. All right. He gives a one-kneed bulldog. Okay. Gets the crowd pumped a little bit. Then becomes a pitcher. Boom. Knockout punch. He stole that shit from Kushida. <laughs> that is one of Kushida's moves. So that's... And he wins. That is weak. Yeah, see, weak. that's why that's why I wanted weak. to show you weak. and not tell you. Weak. Well, let's go back to local wrestling. We've got MEW coming up uh, this Friday. Re- MEW, it's a revival show. We've got um, next Thursday, April twenty eighth. Wildfire Wrestling is going to be at the Alshima Shrine, doing a benefit show for Alshima. Okay. Uh, let me see if I can get the card. I don't think they've actually mat- announced any matches for it. Uh. <laughs> guessing this episode's going to be edited a lot. Nah, I'm going to leave it just like it is. All right. Memphis Wildfire Wrestling. But it's a benefit show, April 28th, Alshima Circus, which is right down the street from Putt-Putt on Summer Avenue. Guess, shout out to Putt-Putt. <coughs> Let's see. It's Women Crush Wednesday. So it's the Alshima Shrine Shrine Temple at 5770 Shelby Oaks Drive. Uh, Just says all the top stars will be there, so you can assume, you know, Lawler, uh, Brian Christopher, hopefully, um, what's this? Hopefully R&D. R&D. Hopefully. And of course, Precious. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Dazzler, I'm sure, will be there. Uh, Antonio Garza, uh, Josh Crow, the All Pro, the All Star, the All Star, the All Pro, Josh Crow, and many of your other favorite Wildfire Wrestling superstars. So be sure to head out there for that in August. This is what I'm excited for. Women Crush Wednesday is going to well, be. Well, that's just Women Crush Wednesday. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. No, that's the name of the show. Is that actually the name of the, the show? The Ladies' Night event, though, officially launch. Okay. <laughs> George says, this is Oversell Podcast. Episode, who cares? Just listen. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
but Mickey James is going to be coming in and wrestling in this tournament to declare to uh, crown the first ever. It's going to be a battle royal. They're going to have the first ever Wildfire Women's Wrestling Champion. Hell yeah! Mickey James is going to be in that, and there's going to be who knows what other talent Kevin's bringing in for this show. So that's going to be in August. August. Really excited for that. Uh, maybe Precious. Uh, it'd be funny if they snuck Precious in there <laughs> for that tournament. Mike, you want to do a Memphis wrestling moment? Yeah, why not? Because, you know, we typically do those, don't we? Yep. All right, where's the one I had? Okay. April 24th, 1977. This is just a... Couple weeks before Star Wars came out, just because I wanted to throw that in there. Hey, we're geeks here too. Hells yeah! Can't believe Han Solo's dead. Spoiler alert! <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> movie's been out for five, six months it, now. It hey, does, hey, spoiler! If alert. you haven't seen Star Wars, you deserve that. All right. Okay. Uh, April twenty fourth, nineteen seventy seven. Jarrett Wrestling Company presents Parade of Champions. Mid-South Coliseum. Start from the bottom of the card, if I can read this. Southeastern title tag team match. Uh, Tommy Rich, Bill Dundee versus... What is that? Pork Chop something? Okay. And I cannot read the other guy's name. Norval something. Uh, Paul Orndorff versus the Gladiator. Ron and Robert Fuller versus the Executioners, who were the WWF champions. It was a six-man tag match. Rick and Robert Gibson, Gorgeous George Jr. versus Pat McGinnis. Okay. Ken Dillinger and George McQuarrie. NWA World Tag Team title match. It's like Damn, like everything on here was tag team. It's like Teddy Long booked this show. (laughs) 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 Mike Graham, Kevin Sullivan versus David Schultz and Bob Orton Jr. Well, you know what David Schultz was famous for, don't you? Yeah, but go ahead and remind me. He, uh, you, uh, he was the guy that some reporter asked him, is wrestling fake? And he slapped him in the head and slapped him around a little bit. (laughs) Dr. D, David Schultz. <clears throat> we had the NWA Southern Tag Team Tag Title Match. Uh, Phil Hickerson, Dennis Condry with Rock Hunter versus Dusty Rhodes and Tommy Gilbert. I tell you something, baby. Me and Tommy Gilbert, we're going to come in there and we're going to tell these assholes what's going to happen when you step in the ring with us, baby. NWA Southern Heavyweight Title Match: Jerry Lawler versus Jack Briscoe. Nice. The main event: NWA World's Heavyweight Championship Match: Harley Race versus Rocky Johnson. Wow, Harley Race and Rocky Johnson wrestling in Memphis, man. Rocky Johnson failed in his bid to dethrone Harley Race as National Wrestling Alliance World Heavyweight Champion in the main event of last night's show before eight thousand six hundred ninety-three at the Mid South Coliseum. In other bouts, Jerry Lawler defeated Jack Briscoe, Mike Graham, and Kevin Sullivan whipped David Schultz and Bob Orton. Phil Hickerson and Dennis Condry downed Dusty Rhodes and Tommy Gilbert. Paul Orndorff beat the Gladiator. 
Tommy Rich and Bill Dundee took Pork Chop Cash and Norwell Austin. Hey, I can read these. Yeah. <coughs> Robert and Rick Gibson combined with Gorgeous George Jr. to beat Pat McGinnis, Ken Dillinger, and Jim Dalton. And Ron and Robert Fuller turned back the executioners. I assume that means they beat them. Did you they say an attendance in there? Was there was that? Yeah, 8,693. What year was this again? 1977. 8,000 people in the Mid-South Coliseum. Almost 8,700. 8,000 people. Close to 9,000 people in the Mid-South Coliseum in Memphis, Tennessee. Yeah. Incredible. Just incredible. We got. It is my mission to get professional wrestling <laughs> to that level again. Okay, let's and do that. Let's do it. I want I want eight I want them to reopen the Coliseum because they have to put MEW and Wildfire Wrestling in there. And SGWA and SPWA. <laughs> Raw has been a Teddy Long wet dream with all these tag matches. And Teddy popped Viagra just to watch the past two Raws. <laughs> That's so funny. That's so funny. And that was George saying that. Well, as we like to end every episode, we like to do Superstar of the Week. So Mike, I ask you who is your Superstar of the week. George, because of all the comments. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> okay. George give, is my superstar of the week. Now give me a wrestling superstar of the week. I'm sure he wrestles. Right? Just just give me a damn. Um why don't you go? Because Hell if you I know. You shot mine down. <laughs> <laughs> no, George George I wanna you know if you just But George, go ahead and give yours as well. Uh oh man. I don't know. There's a lot of good cho- choices to make. Oh, well, I'll, I'll I'll go with Enzo and Big Cass again. That's a good one because they're Va- I'll go great, and I'll go Vaude Villains because I didn't think they'd make it as far in this tournament, and the fact that they're in the finals. Yeah, you know, it's kind of shocking because they didn't even yeah. announce. I mean, they didn't announce Enzo and Cass were going to show up on Raw, but <laughs> George says I I wrestle WWE lovers on Twitter. I tell you what, George, <laughs> here do this. If you want to give us your superstar of the week, yeah, do it like this. Hold on. <laughs> and why not you know but yeah i'm so excited that you know it seems that there's a big change of the guard going on in the wwe with all these um <clears throat> call-ups and stuff like that it's just it's really good the fact that vaude villains and enzo and Cass, straight out of nxt are now in the finals for this tournament to face of, to the new day one of them will enzo, have a tag title shot enzo and big Cass. yeah well yeah We'll get it. Let's see. Unless, you know, the Vaude villains do something heelish, they win, and then it kind of feuds a little bit and it becomes a, a three way. Ooh, that'd be good. Because it would be extreme rules, so they could possibly do some sort of ladder match or stipulation or match with, the, you know, three ex- teams. An extreme Memphis street fight. Yeah, probably. Or, or no DQ match. Or no DQ match. Or a Falls Count Anywhere match. Yeah. Or a hardcore match. Or a no holds barred. Or a no holds barred match. Or. Don't it, you don't? There's no rules to break match, or a trombone on a pole match. <laughs> this is not Vince Russo's. <laughs> this is not Vince Russo's WWE. Let's see. Speaking of which, did you see what some of the tweets he was sending out? Or you know, Vince Russo has a new podcast, and he's said some shit about Sami Zayn. <laughs> Imagine and, that. Um, you know that he looks like a taxi cab driver, and you know he doesn't look like a star. <laughs> 
and that Kevin Owens um, looks like, you know, basically making fun of Kevin Owens for being <laughs> fat and wrestling in a t-shirt and shorts. I have a feeling Kevin Owens would beat the shit out of him. I, it, I, I, you know what? He would just disregard him, I think. Because <laughs> to beat the shit out of him would give Vince, you know, more... Yeah, more FaceTime. Yeah, yeah, and then I just don't think that would happen. Uh, George says it didn't work. Am I not signed into Skype here? Did I give him the right number? Did we not get anything to work? Jeez, hold on. Let me see if I can call him from... <laughs> Luckily, I have George's number, so... Yes, listeners, if you become big fans like George, you know, we'll share numbers with you. <laughs> don't, 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 don't say it. Okay. <laughs> We're making a call. Yeah. Who is it going to be? It's a I mystery call. It's, it's, it's. Is this the McMahon million yeah. dollar giveaway? That's right. <laughs> Hey, man. Yo. How you doing? I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm, it's like we hadn't heard from you in I'm forever. Just here, I'm just here to give my superstar the week because I feel like this person is just underappreciated for his role in the company. Okay. And, of course, I'm talking about Fandango. <laughs> <laughs> it's Fandango. Yeah, you got you to gotta let the A out. <laughs> now... now I have to do this now because I don't know when I'll see him on TV again, and they're already replacing him in NXT with the Dominican version. I don't, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> so I have to appreciate Fandango while I can. Yeah, and that, because who knows when? No way, Jose pops up and he's doing his little pitcher movement and knocking people out or whatever that <laughs> stupid finisher is. Yeah, he stole that from Kushida, man. That is Kushida's one of Kushida's uh, trademark moves in all of his matches: the big wind up and punch. I just know it's not finishing. Yeah, between <laughs> that and that little, that little spinning fireman's carry, I... the airplane spin. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, all but... I know is we won't hear the name "No Way Jose" anytime soon after a month. George, this is a quick question, and we're going to uh, get out of here after I ask you this. And, uh, watch, yeah. um, what, give us some thoughts on China. We're talking about arguably one of the five greatest women ever stepping the ring. The reason I say that is we're talking about a woman who can not only hold on, on with women, but when she was in there with men, you believed it. Uh, yeah, we had Beth Phoenix and other women who get in the ring with men, but it's like, you know what? I don't believe she can win. With China, like, when she came in, she wasn't a valet. She was a bodyguard. She was, you remember how big she was. Oh, yeah. And you see the progression of her. You know, when she came in, she didn't really talk, only jumped into matches. But her matches got better. She became a better wrestler. Mm-hmm. And her and Eddie Guerrero, that was some of the best storylines I've ever seen. Very good. Yeah. Very, so, very fun. Yeah. It's, it's sad to see her go out like this because we all know what's up. Yeah. We know 
how the big man did her, mm-hmm. how they pretty much blackballed her in the industry. Yep. She tried to make amends for it in the past year. We saw a lot of people forgiving her, but the people who matter didn't. Right. I just feel bad that we didn't get a resolution with the McMahon. Yep. I agree. Okay. Well, where can folks find you on the Twitter? They can find me on Twitter at CrunkBuck4D1. All right. And you got any other projects coming up you need to plug or anything like that? Uh, Nothing right now, but keep a lookout because I know Dustin Starr has a match coming up. I think it's uh, He's I think got a- June the 14th. He's got yeah, he's, he's June the fourteenth, and that we're gonna he's gonna be on the show next week to talk about what he's got going yeah. on because he's got a huge match, and I, I want to say yeah, it for yeah. the show. He he's got big things. Yeah, he has a lot going on. I'm helping him out with a few things in that area. Cool. So it's, 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 we we're doing well over here, man. Good, <laughs> doing well. well. All right, man. Well, we are gonna get out of here. The best way to find this podcast is. On iTunes, while you're there, give us a five-star review leave and leave some comments on what we can do to get a little bit better. Uh, as we found out tonight, there's a lot that I have to do to get better because this has been <laughs> one of the most ridiculous shows ever. So if you have any tips and you know about stuff like this, <laughs> tweet us and let us know. Because I sure as hell don't. <laughs> but follow us on Twitter. Remember that. Follow us on Twitter like Katrina. Hey, yeah, did you see who follows me on Twitter now? No. Katrina from in it from um Lucha Underground. Nice. Uh she you know, she was in NXT for a while too. Yeah. She was Maxine. Yeah. yeah. Um so now yeah, she follows me and George on Twitter now. Hell yeah. I saw that the other day and George is like uh, George sent me a text and he's like She's following me, and, I'm, and you know he was marking out. Then <laughs> I see, I check my, t- I get a Twitter notification. Follow me. I'm like, oh, because I was in the elevator at work, and someone kind of looked at me like, uh, <laughs> "Are you all right, kid?" <laughs> <laughs>